0: Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am a, your host, Ang, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I am a business consultant and coach who has helped hundreds of amazing women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent five figure months and then on to six figure years without burning out in the process. Now, once in a while, you connect with a completely random stranger on Instagram. And over time, you might get to know them just a little bit. You might mini-stalk them, like their stuff, and basically next thing you know, you're BFFs. Who out there is shaking their heads with a hell yes? But in addition to finding out this person is just an amazing human being, you also find out that their knowledge on the future of social media, especially around messenger marketing, aka chatbots, is next level. And you know you have to have them on the podcast because businesses need to know about where social media is going. So today, the amazing Aoife is joining us to chat about so much goodness, such as, but not limited to, how does the future of social media impact on, that's right, you guys listening out there, what are the benefits of messenger marketing, aka chatbots, and what can businesses start doing now to prepare for the future of social media? And as always, we're going to be talking about so much more awesomeness. But before we hop straight into this amazing episode, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share your key takeaway, a fun fact or anything that you would love to share about the podcast over on your Instagram stories and then tagging me at Angela Henderson Consulting. As I say before on all my other podcasts, it absolutely makes my day when you guys do this. Also, this episode is sponsored by my 12 month group coaching program, Profit Pillars, which helps women in business create consistent 5,000 plus months and onto those lovely, juicy five figure months also. The 12-month group coaching program is for women business owners who are absolutely ready to take action to grow sustainable and profitable business. The program includes a complete profit pillar training systems guide with videos, PDFs, and more, monthly live coaching strategy sessions, monthly hot seat sessions, monthly mastermind classes with my guest experts, 24-hour access to a private Facebook community, world-class member support, and so many other amazing bonuses, and secret surprises along the way. To learn more about my 12-month group coaching program, you can head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and simply click on I want help creating 5k months. Now let's get ready for an amazing show with Eva. Welcome to the show Eva.
1: Thank you for
0: having me, Ange. Gosh, no, no. Listen, I'm not going to lie about it. I think we may, you might not be, but I consider us kind of Instagram BFFs. We've kind of been this way for a while now. We Uh, DM each other. We comment on each other's stuff. uh, And I just like that naturally we just support each other. But the one common thread about this is we've actually never met in person.
1: And how bloody amazing is that?
0: So amazing um, (laughs) that, again, there's... Women supporting women who have never seen each other, but yet, you know, we don't do it every day or we, you might have something on your Instagram feed or I'll have something of mine or whatever. And we have, we don't necessarily agree on everything too. Sometimes we have a little bit of healthy debate, you know, but the thing is, and there's a mutual respect though, though, right? Is that we, We have this respect, but there's also for me is I knew I had to have you on the show because there's this warmth about you and this knowledge that just flows from you. And this is what my listeners, I feel need to hear. And so I'm super thrilled to have you on the show today.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm tearing up here. The emotion that's happening. Oh Um.
0: my my goodness. You didn't tell me that I was going to need tissues today, Ange.
1: I know, and I'm not that emotional, but I think it's, I'm just so proud. I'm really proud of um, the females. And certainly um, I think you touched on it there. It's the respect element. You know, you don't necessarily have to agree on a position of, of any business or any human that it has in the world. But if someone's running their own business and they're putting themselves out there in the ring, doing it in the most respectful, honest way, regardless of what they're saying, I just, I just command it every day. And I support those human, like, Consistently, so I'm it's been a pleasure to have met you at the start of the year, and it's an absolute pleasure to have seen you today. And
0: then I know, as we do, (laughs) as we stalk each other on Instagram, that it was so funny that my copywriter that I've used for the last six months, eight months, maybe somewhere around there, I saw you guys were having a Christmas party down in Sydney, and I was like, What are those two little rugrats up to? And I didn't even get an invite, I was like, What's going on here? And it's just a small, it genuinely is such a small world, and that's what I say is embrace. Women in business embrace as humans naturally because the world is so small. Everyone is connected in some way and somehow.
1: Oh, one hell of a percent! And I think it's just um, I think the new decade. You know, we're coming into 2020, and um, it's certainly females' time to shine. And there's nothing holding us back. And I feel that um, even more so than now, we need to unite, support, and encourage all women and all girls, and you know, all boys and all kids coming up through the world to be able to do what they want to do and not fear themselves from doing it and i'm also
0: um very excited to have Allie, who is the founder of uh girls who code code i'm gonna mess it up and i think i just did girls who code down in uh melbourne and she runs this amazing uh opportunity for girls young girls to be able to start coding because she was one of the only females in her you know school to to be able to learn all this stuff and so she's got this beautiful empowerment behind everything and I can't wait that will be a future episode that we'll be having Ali on so yes obviously I equally support men so for those men listeners out there please know that I am equally supportive but in a time where you know, we still don't have equal rights, etc. It is great to see women coming together. And before we get started, I always like to ask a fun question to the, to, my audience, to my guests so that my audience gets to know the, uh, you a little bit better. So my question to you is, I love your name. Before we actually hit record, I was like, oh, I do like the spelling of this name, but I don't know actually how the hell I'm pronouncing this. And even though we've been friends, like I said, for a while. So it's <laughs> Efa but it's spelled very, it messes with my head a lot. So I want to know, <laughs> I love it. Cause That's it, like, I'm like, oh man, like it's a unique, it's part of your unique point of difference. Like, right. It's like, oh that, yes. So tell me, I, I love your name. Curious, where is your name from? What does it mean? And tell us a little bit more about it.
1: Um, I'm Irish obviously. And um, my name is a Gaelic um, name and it actually means female warrior in, in Gaelic. Wow. How interesting is that? Yeah, um, she was an old traditional, um, um, from a fable actually. Yeah, and and um, that's the evolution of the name. So, and my it's funny I'm the youngest of five, and all my siblings have very straightforward, normal names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, again, you know that you are you are in this this space of educating, and we're going to get into this about messenger marketing shortly, and about just you know uplifting women, etc. So, what a perfect fit for you know who you are. You know, it's a it's quite quite powerful really
1: oh yeah thank you and um, I've uh, when I was single in my early life it was a very good dating line because I used to be able to say I have every vowel bar you <laughs> <laughs> well that's been made redundant now unfortunately but <laughs> any other there, you're you're welcome use that on
0: <laughs> oh my goodness that is so funny <laughs> so now that we have the funness out of the way I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your background where have you started what are you currently doing
1: now And so I started my career about, oh God, 15 years ago. I emigrated to Australia when I was about 24. And the usual stint was due to GFC, predominantly at the stage, you know, the global financial crisis. Um, I was an auctioneer, would you believe, at that stage? So working in property probably wasn't going to um, fulfill me for the next So, um, so I immigrated and um, yeah, I got. I actually ended up in a clothes store because as every backpacker would, um, I wasn't the fruit picking type of girl so i went into a closed store and they were looking at getting in a new point of sale so their e-commerce their marketing and ended up basically putting that whole strategy together and then the evolution of social came and and that looks that's where my career started and um, i progressed into the education system um which helped that the approved um Healthcare, well, it was um, beauty care at the time. Mm -hmm. And I put together their command center for social media. And then I transitioned into um, the insurance sector, which was um, I worked as the social media manager for Australia's largest general insurer, so very big brands. And then in the last 24 months, um, I had my daughter and I went out on my own and created Yardley AI, which is an artificial intelligence agency driven by human connection and basically that means is we develop and um, create strategies for chat marketing and help brands and businesses yeah have their voice in an automated one-to-one personalized conversation but do not forget the human approach.
0: To it. Right and I do love that the human approach because as we'll talk about later I'm all about that human human t- connection and that is one thing that again I've seen that you do well compared to so many other messaging marketing platforms I've seen, which we'll talk a little bit in a minute. So today's topic, though, the future of social media. Listen, uh, social media can be the death of us some days collectively. But this is a fairly big topic, the future of social media. There's a lot of people talking about it. But for the purposes of this episode, I'd love for you just to define what do you mean when we're saying the words future of social media?
1: And um, for me personally, I think it's the future of social media is really brought back to the tools that we have in our pockets. So the evolution of our, our phones, our Androids and um, the connectivity is we've never been more connected ever in, in just human behavior. So the future of social media for me is really about that communication and enabling that um your brand and your business's voice and your vision and your mission to be able to be elevated and, um, you know, reach people that you wouldn't necessarily been able to reach previously. And I think that's the power in general for the future of social media is to be able to have those conversations and to be able to, um, you know, bring more human, personalized um, undercurrent to your brand. I I think that's predominantly going to happen through conversation and that's where we're specializing at. Specializing in chat marketing and obviously chatbots, which is the automation element of it, but it's also about encouraging a brand to, you know, um, be more comfortable and confident in, you know, leading from the front with the people that are already creating the brand. Um, and I think that's very important. So yeah, that's that's my take on the future on the
0: future of social media. And do you think for? With that definition and just where we're going with the future of social media, what impact does this have on businesses big and small?
1: Uh, huge. I mean really look from a from an environment state, um everything is being disrupted, right right currently and mm-hmm. um, and that's really just down to the the technology that is available. and for small to medium businesses right now, the entry barrier is um, basically been removed you know large enterprises you know which i've worked through um have had multiple options with you know automation platforms and you know data um analytics and being able to help support that customer journey Now, small to medium businesses have the ability to you know have 30-party tools to have the same strategy but also the value and um uh the value of a small to medium business is they don't have to deal with the internal landscape of the political side of things that have to get things over the line. You know, they have a small team, they're agile, they're nimble and they can push things through. So, um, right now it's, 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 massive amount of destruction and small businesses and startups can really take on these big guys and get a share of that GDP and get a share of the value or the money in the marketplace. Um, And that's where Yarnly is um, basically positioned itself to be able to help support and enable those small to medium businesses and make a real difference for them as well. You know, it's real money, you know, Um, small franchises that have not been aware or I guess had the strategy previously now can actually, um, be able to obtain that with a very small barrier you know, and, and like you
0: said, for you it's really why is it important for you to be able to help support those small to medium businesses
1: um i think there's two moral compenses as well i think you know startups and people that are evolving a brand now or a, a large legacy brand that is a small businesses they do things for with purpose um and i think you know People buy into that and and they buy into who they are and the change they're making in the world, not necessarily the product or the service that they're selling. And I think, um, you know, I personally are more attracted to those brands rather than the large beast of a large enterprise that, you know, they're trying to put down culture and elements within the businesses, but not looking after their people. Mm-hmm. and I think that's incredibly important so it kind of comes back it's ironic that we're a technology and an artificial and an automated chat com- um, company but actually it's about the human behind that brand which is the most important thing for us um, and I think you know certainly with you know kids growing up with the internet now I was I didn't so I was right. pre-internet yeah. <laughs> um, they have you know the ability to you know to touch or get involved with communities that are like-minded you know and as touching on our our point was we never met you know they and likewise for children so the consumer of the future um, and the people that are going to be purchasing and needing your service and, and products are going to be very different humans and and they're very aware of what they align with and they do have a media um, resource in their back pocket which is their iphone so you know they they do um I guess not necessarily get influenced by community, but um, to do the right thing and be a good person, I think, is um, encouraged by majority of good humans. You know, so 100%. yeah, that goes back to the brand.
0: Absolutely, because without the brand and without those human connections, a lot of times people won't make it through that first five years in business, right? So it is yeah. super important now. Your main kind of, you know, guruism, you could say, if that's even a word, is the messenger marketing, right? And that's where, again, some of this um, AI stuff comes into play. And so I just want to, so those of you that are out there that are going, this all kind of sounds great. I'm still a little bit probably mind blown, you know. I don't really like, I'm still trying to follow along. How does this look for my business? Can you, can you equally define just like you did with the future of social media? Can you define what messenger marketing is? Because a large percentage of my listeners is, are from Australia and I feel that like we're still a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to messenger marketing. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose chat chatbots aren't anything new or more, I suppose messenger marketing isn't anything new. Um, and the reason why we're kind of hearing more and more about it is that, again, the, the, the barrier is lower now um, for both you as a small to medium business, but also the target audience. So, you know, people are losing social media and Facebook and Instagram and they're communicating with their friends and families on the apps. And, um, you know, they, I think in 2020, it's estimated that message, or messaging apps is going to surpass the um, growth of social media platforms in a whole. So strategically, people are actually having more and more conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly with with messenger, there's three billion people on that. So, um, you know, right now for people to get involved in it, like the, it's a fraction of the price, and to be able to reach that is is incredibly important for businesses. Um, the attend. The other really important thing about this is the attention right now on this particular channel. For instance, is wide open. You know, there's not an awful lot of noise on there. There's about three hundred thousand chatbots when you look at it in equivalent to six million advertisers on social. And mm-hmm. um, so, if you are having a chat marketing strategy, then you know, a you have less noise to compete with, um, and you're also getting um, increased in. I guess, open rates, if you kind of use that comparison to what we're familiar with, email, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: And, you
1: know, email marketing is, you know, what's that, like 20% now on average? On
0: average, if you're lucky sometimes, I think. Yeah,
1: right, there we go. So um, chat box can really bypass that inbox competition and provide open rates, like we're looking at 80% um, when done well. And, you know, it's, again, the value of that as well. When someone has this conversation within a bottle, facebook messenger for example we're also growing that subscription list so when a user comes through to from social um from facebook or instagram for instance and into a messenger bot then we are growing a subscription list so again comparable with an email list it's very similar you can reach that audience so from a strategy and an ad, people that are dealing with facebook ads a lot you will get a lot more tailored appro- appropriately targeted audience that you can you know your bang for your book will go a lot further.
0: Um, Um, And with messenger marketing, you talk about Facebook and Instagram. Is it specifically more for the pages or can people also be using uh, messenger marketing in groups or where does it begin and where does it end?
1: And it's a great question because right now um, we're still kind of waiting for the evolution of where, you know, Zuckerberg is going to take this. So basically they introduced about eight months ago, um, Interoperability, which is their project to um combine instagram direct which is your dm facebook messenger and whatsapp into one utility so for instance if i message you on instagram direct or a messenger that will go into one place and you can have that conversation um so the change is coming from a platform perspective and they're just kind of herding the audience into this new environment messenger is going to really get and um, bulked up with the kind of um tools available like multi-screening with groups and you know being able to present through that type of application which will be interesting so obviously the more people on it more people will engage with it um so yeah that's that's pretty much the value in in using messenger because of the amount of people on it and and the people that you can communicate with um so yeah that that's where the the kind of the world is going we're waiting for them to you to basically pull that out of the bag and we're waiting for that for the last six months
0: and then so. you're just like done 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 so yeah i would suspect yeah. that this will be released in 2020 at some particular yeah. stage if they've already been talking about it for that like the last six to eight months mark and like you said it, it's going to be a lot of new opportunities for businesses to be able to jump in on
1: Yeah. And I mean, the people that are already having their planned chat strategy outlined are the ones that are going to win. Right. So it's back when Facebook ads got introduced. It's the same deal. If you're in it now, you're going to actually benefit from that um, market share and that audience and being able to capture capture that. So, yeah, that's the important thing with Australia. So I suppose when we're looking at the States, then they're about, I'd say, realistically, they're about 12 months ahead of us from execution. And you know, this chat marketing has only been around three years. So a lot of, there's been a lot of learning within the industry itself, actually developing the skill set that actually can provide this service. That's number one. And, and people to learn what, what the value is so when we're looking at the states it's a really good indicator for our market here so that's a benefit to small to medium businesses here so you can take advantage of it now and really leverage that audience you know when people are having a conversation about reach and engagement and it's down and they can't reach the people that they need to this is actually this this is the strategic solution this um, so yeah this is where yeah. you need to go now and you know adhere to the rules and the policies that are around it, around it because that's where there is and you can't just mass spam people and you know, you will get your page banned. So it's very imperative, and that's something I will stress, is to be able to know the perimeters you're playing in and to play it right. Um, and I think
0: that would go with anything. You know, if I see one more freaking Instagram giveaway where people are doing that shit wrong, like I'm going to gouge my eyes out, right? Or it's like, like my page, tag this person. I'm like, actually, legitimately go and look at the rules. And yeah. it's just like, it has nothing to do with jealousy or anything like that. I've just seen, I actually know people who have lost everything that they have had with their business. Um, And I've heard of others, you know, who thought that they were doing the right thing by having these giveaways, weren't following the rules, kept pushing the, and they lost everything. Right. So I can't emphasize whether or not it, yeah, whether or not it's messenger marketing, uh, specifically around the bots, or whether or not it is giveaways, etc. Like, please, it is not worth losing everything you've worked so hard. Because, like, Instagram doesn't, they really don't care. Once shit shut down, it's shut down. Like, the likelihood of you getting it back is, like, negative zero. So, every time you risk it, just do things right.
1: Yes, exactly. And I mean, uh, on that, I mean, the, the thing is when you need to understand the, what's available to you on, on these platforms for such things, as what your outcome is, right? So you want to grow your list, you want to cr- grow the people that you can engage with. It, they have given you tools to be able to do that. So entry points into bots and, and messenger marketing, it's just a swipe up in a story, you literally go straight into that ecosystem, and you have that um, user's subscriber immediately. You know, that's, an entry to barrier that no it's less no friction that's the value of this kind of ecosystem and it's to you know promote a better experience rather than that kind of fragmented here like this and do this and, and kind of it's like clickbait, right?
0: Yes, totally. And people, people don't want that. Now, people are out there going, okay, this sounds great. You talk about being an early adapter and getting on the board because obviously we're about 12 months behind execution from the US. But can you give the listeners an example of an e-commerce messenger marketing chat box that's doing, that you've done and it works really well? What does that look
1: like? And um, a uh, multiple uh, e-com, actually, it really t- comes down to what you're trying to achieve. So as we can imagine, e-commerce is a lot of communication going back and forth from customers. So um, having a smart bot, um, which we basically can plug into Messenger and then plug into, with API, plug into your CRM. So we can give information to um, someone that has purchased your product to then get follow-up information. So, you know, we're tracking um returns for instance and um, any type of automated information we can have that in messenger itself as um you know, meeting the purchaser in a platform that they already use. Uh, so they don't have to send an email. They don't have to come onto your website. They don't have to you know download your app or whatever that looks like. Um, so yeah, e-commerce has multiple different benefits to it. It just depends on what you want to achieve. A large, when we're dealing with um, large e-com, especially in the retail space, it's usually to mitigate that influx of comms. So they want to reduce that frontline. Um, and basically, you know, automate the predictable so the brand can, you know, have a have a exceptional human experience. So it frees up those human agents to do better things mm-hmm. and, and make a more memorable impression, which I love actually helping brands do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a misconception even touching on, you know, when people think of chatbots or automation and oh you're not willing to have a conversation with your consumer. That's it's it's perceived as kind of dirty and nasty and you're like that comment boss situation. Right. You yeah. know, we're not that. Um, where the automation it's really just automating the predictable. Who wants to tell them when their delivery is going to come? You know, right? Why can't we enable really cool human agents to actually surprise, delight, and actually get to know our customers rather than just having nominal back and forth information? Right. Um. So yeah. So for for ecom, that's one element, but also touching on the marketing again, how do we get um eyeballs on your products. So um, when we have an e-commerce store that has, you know, paid media from social, for instance, you know, they've bought into that, they're getting great results from it, um, especially for brands born and raised in Instagram as well, which I'll touch on in a moment, but off the back of ads, we can actually push through and um, clicking into a messenger bot, which is A, will lower your CPC. Um, it will increase engagement and you also grow your list with it and give a user experience that is in the app or in the messenger experience itself. So that's really valuable because, um, you know, from an app, a strategic approach, you're reducing the, the investment and making it go further um, and creating a better experience because you're not clicking off site to a landing page or a different asset, which Zuckerberg does. penalize. You for.
0: <laughs> yes, he doesn't want you doing that. And for a service based business, what would that look like when you is utilizing messenger
1: marketing? Uh, Service-based business is, uh, yeah, again, it's about your brand and marketing message. So um, for I like to describe my service business like a tour guide for your brand. So when someone wants to have a conversation or find out what service that you are providing, that they can just actually come to you, ask a question, and then they'll be served that information rather than trying to sift through multiple layers or, or pages to find that information that they require. And um, we've worked a lot with small bricks and mortar um, stores, which has been um, great to be able to take the pressure off that, you know, kind of influx of, of again, kind of, and. Um, predictable questions so that they can do work that matters and and ensure that they're actually providing a better service when the customer is Mm -hmm. in-house. Again, a very exciting thing for our service base and bricks and mortar stores, which we've just started to go into, is iBeacon. Um, So we've been able to apply a strategy and an iBeacon is a signal that can actually um, get sent out to a mobile device. And with a bot, basically, um, if we have a subscription list to your bricks and mortar store so your email yep. list for instance thanks you. Yep. your customer list and um, and they have downloaded a, lo- a loyalty card on your phone then when that when that um, potential client or that customer is in, you know, that 70 meters of your stores, we can send out a notification. That will be attached to a bot and an experience. So that that's done, awesome. That's very cool. Really cool. So moment marketing, you're in, it's basically taking um, them in the moment that they're in your area to be able to give them an exclusive offer and gives them, you know, whatever that a discount or just come in and have a chat or this is what's available this week. So yeah, it's been pretty impressive. We're testing that um, at the moment and that's what I'm really passionate about because it'll actually help, um, you know, people that are struggling with digital platforms and, you know, that, that e-com world and they do have a storefront. We can still get people in that online, offline in an event.
0: No, that's fantastic. And I know when I was at social media marketing world, a few of the examples that they gave, which was just like mind blowing to me was there was a lipstick company. Now, again, for those of you that have followed me for a while, I do not own lipstick. I own one <laughs> Tuma mascara. So I'm not the ideal client. But I did think the experience was really cool is again, and I don't even know the name of the lipstick, but you could say like every month a new color comes out. And if you were part of the bot, you would get a, would you like to see the latest color release? Let's just say, and you would click yes. And then they could take an image of you and Mm -hmm. somehow they were able to choose the color of the shade and put it on you. Uh, So then you could kind of get a guide to see whether or not that was what what you wanted, if you wanted that or not. And then right from there, they were able to purchase, which I thought was really interesting. And the other guy, Andrew, is it Andrew Warner, who I think kind of heads up a lot of the bot stuff over in the U.S.? he was talking about, he was getting on an airplane and he had, was looking at a bike in from one of like the mountain bike stores and he had clicked on it, but he hadn't done anything. And so when he shut his phone off to go onto the plane, he then landed, turned his phone back on. And there was a reminder from the bot going, did you forget something, Andrew? And he was like, what? And then he clicked on it and there was a reminder about the bike that he had just looked at. Right. So it was really interesting to hear some of those kind of e-com product based examples. Cause I was like, well, that's super interesting. And, who wouldn't want to see if you're into lipstick, what the newest shade potentially looks like and being able to buy it right then and there versus having to go www dot and then, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, so it's definitely interesting. And again, if you're early, an early adapter to this, you're going to be able to kind of shape and mold what the future looks like.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's in our hands right now. I mean, what we're missing probably in this space is that just the creative element of it, you know, and the ideas. So um, anything can really be achieved. A, because we're playing on a platform with attention. So you're getting the notification straight into your phone, like for instance, with that gentleman that got on a plane. And that's really valuable. And then obviously, when we're looking at Facebook as a whole identity, and that um, experience from a lipstick and a a visual, is their new... um, Facebook Spark, which is Spark AR, basically that their whole platform is really allowing us to now put that filter elements, take a picture, put on that product, put on that, you know, mascara and all those cheeks. You know, the technology is basically bolted out the gate and now it's available for small businesses that you can
0: elevate and use. You know, it's like, it is crazy. Now, this is one of the things when we had a nice little healthy debate. You know, I'm all about the good old (laughs) human to human connection. It is, human to human marketing is one of my, biggest passions about being in business because I do think that you know, it's typically B2B, B2C. People come in, they do their thing, they kind of go, right? So human-to-human is important and I still stand behind that the old will become the new again. But where you and I had our you know healthy debate is you're, you're about the, uh, the AI, so artificial intelligence coming in. I'd love to know how do you encompass the human-to-human marketing into messenger marketing to still keep it that really human
1: element? Um, I think it just comes back to actually the humans behind creating the conversations, you know, and that's really the tech and and the AI is just, it's the same as, you know, was it Andrew Bell who created the phone? Was it? I don't know.
0: I I don't know. Good question. We'll have to look that one up.
1: Um, I need a a 10 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's the same thing. This is just tools. Right. It's the same as anything. It's like actually, you know, same as email, you know, back in the day, I remember when I started in, in sending out emails, I was using everyone's, you know, um, pasting in 20 emails into BCC so you can send them out in bulk. Yes. Right. But now, you know, there's multiple different tech um, platforms that help support us in sending them out at scale. So we don't discredit that from a communication element. So when people are talking about bots, really the only difference is that it can actually be more tailored and personalized to that specific, you know, and um, conversation, which is phenomenal because the, the backend data and, and, and how we've evolved in computers is, and technology has just enabled that. The whole purpose is still the same. It's about real um, conversations. And I think, I think, whereas there's a misconception and probably the maturity of this space is that we haven't created or designed or we're still in um, a very limited space to have, um, you know, really good experiences like human brand, human elements to our conversations. And I suppose that's our point of difference from Yarnley. We really want to break down brand's personality. And it's very important for us, for them to, you know, be um, a forefront of who they are and speak on that, you know, use that dialogue within the bot experience itself, but enabling the user to know that it is automated and then they can hand it over to an agent. But I don't think we're we're certainly not removing humans and. Um, you know, I think with AI coming up as well, you know, the visual element of of um how we're going to engage with humans across the world. I mean, I can't wait that I c I can't wait to be my family and watch T V with them or have them in the living room with me because they're in Ireland and not in Australia. And that's happening, you know. Yes. Just a matter of when that we can actually have and, and it's down to the technology, it's down to Apple, it's down to Android and um, you know, I don't think we'll ever remove the human. It's more about what you stand for. And I think it's only using it as a voice to elevate that. And coming back to my point earlier, because kids are growing up with these devices now, they expect more from brands. They expect more from people selling services and products. They want to know who you are, what you stand for, and what good you're doing in the world. Because, you know, our, our earth is in a little bit of a pickle. We've done really bad things to it in the last 20, 30 years to jeopardize its future. So... And um, even now, I think it's more important than ever to, to be able to just elevate that voice using the technology we have, but do not remove what you stand for as a human.
0: No, fantastic answer. I'll let I'll let it go. I'll let, <laughs> I'll let it go. I support it. I support it on 100%. And I also think if you look at the elements of outsourcing, right, is there's a time and place to outsource certain elements of it. And there's a time and place for those human elements, right? Like if this, the, having a messenger marketing strategy around bots to be able to then free up your time to do those other really juicy human things that might be being neglected in your business at the moment, well, then that is a positive too. So yes, yeah, so I think there's definitely positive elements and it comes down to like each individual business. That's why what works for one might not work for the other, but I know and you know, I have full confidence that you would then work with each of those individual businesses to again align with what they need and, and tailor that specifically for their business.
1: Yeah, 100%, you know, and it's kind of coming back to automating the predictable. You know, someone can tell you what time they're open at in their their storefront, you know, nine to five. But if we can eliminate that time suck and actually give that frontline human to actually ask them, oh, you know how their daughter's birthday was at the weekend. Isn't that a better experience? So isn't that more of a human one?
0: Yeah, exactly uh, right.
1: Yeah. And do you think...
0: what so businesses that are out there like going oh i probably need to get a little bit on board with this or uh, you know etc what what can businesses start doing now to prepare for the future of social media collectively but also with messenger bots
1: um yeah collectively i think i mean obviously pay to play is here so you know your paid strategy on social is incredibly important and your organic is too i think um probably coming back to organic is is about actually creating the community around your brand um, which is more important I think you have to look more even personally from my own experience with Yarnley over the last year I think we were talking before this and you know it's incredibly important to reach out and, and make those real life connections um, and at a very granular level for any business um, and I think then grow that uh, using you know strategy off the back of that you know so yeah, that's kind of like the approach that we would take. What was I'm missing my train of thought now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. So we were just talking in regards to what can businesses start doing now yeah, for so the future of things- social yeah. media.
1: So what they can do is obviously cultivate that community. You know, actually take time out to get to know your customer, and um, you know, make that information to be able to help mold that product and service. And then the other is they're uh, coming back to their paid strategy, is um, looking at the options to be- best elevate that strategy. Zuckerberg has launched messenger bots. Use them within those strategy. It literally both lead um at, lead formats out of the gate. But it's all about the strategic approach. Make sure you have the right skill set there. Um, in the humans that are executing it yes um so that's number two what you can do now so if you've already invested in that let's let's get your money to go a little bit further by bringing in a bot um and then the next is really be just aware of the communication style, of co- from brands to customers, we need to meet our customers where they're already having conversations. And that is individually in Instagram DM, it's in Facebook Messenger, and you need to come out and be reactive uh, or proactive to have those conversations with the customer. And chatbots and bots can help scale that, kind of coming back to email marketing, it's the same element, it can scale your presence. And another element, I don't think people realize already that they you know, if you are active on social, um, you already have a chat strategy, whether you know it or not. You're going out having conversations, um, you know, under the content that you're, I uh, hope you're having conversations under the content that you're publishing, um, but also you're having conversations in the DMs. So there is a chat strategy there, and that's the foundation of what you can bring and put on automation at scale further down the road when you go into this area.
0: If it is, many people have heard me say this over and over and over again, conversations equal conversions. When you have the ability to have conversations, you opened up doors for trust, credibility, authority, and so much more. And when that is there, the conversions will happen. If you lead with value and you lead by treating them like human beings and you're kind and you're just a good human, profitability will follow. And so conversations equal conversions. Now, my last question, the kind of question is, is I know you are very big into AI, artificial intelligence, and I'm curious to know, what are you most looking forward to in the future of technology?
1: Oh, oh God, I think bridging the gap of um, connection, really, to be honest, I would probably come in touching back. I know from distance, it's very hard to be able to communicate with my family and friends back home. So I think the enablement of tech is going to help even just more of a connection probably for me which has been a, a slow burn or well probably something that's been identified and i haven't thought about which is a slow burn is um uh apple airpods so actually the ability to use that within you know similar to Siri, right and similar to google home and actually asking and um, that voice assist element is going to become increasingly more more popular just in how we behave and that's something that we're really interested in and um, going to explore for 2020 is that voice element so um, you know, probably now for brands and businesses again, if you have SEO and you're you're in that, start going in and, and getting that voice word. So you know, it, it's like anything when Google started, people were paying probably a cent to the dollar for that keyword, right? And mm-hmm. um, it's right now we're at that starting base with voice, so you can go in and start actually having the found. You might you won't see results at this point. Um, but you're going to be increasing, um, you know, your foundation on that platform for later later activity. And that's oh,
0: going that's... to be increasing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we're changing every single day. Now, for those individuals who are out there that are going, mm, 2020, I probably need to, you know, collectively look at my marketing strategy. Not a lot of people take it seriously. But for those of them that are out there that are going, not only do I need to do that, but I probably need to be thinking about you know, messenger marketing and how I incorporate this into the overall business strategy too. Where can people find you to learn a little bit more about what you do and how you can help them?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, We're very active on Instagram. So Yarnly AI. Um, Myself, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. um, It's Aoife, A-O-I-F-E, Marie O'Connell. And um, of course, our website, which is Yarnly.ai. And um, by all means, I love connecting. I love meeting new people. And um, just DM me.
0: It's fantastic. <laughs> now, my final question is, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business?
1: Um, You know, the, the phrase get co- gets coined, "I'll oh, just start. Mm-hmm. And that's all well and good. I think actually, even if you before you start, start connecting and growing your community and, and finding out potential people you can partner with. Yeah. Um, and I'm waking them up, right? Um, I came from corporate, so I never really have to kind of leverage an external network, but I had a really great internal network. Now, the, the realization that doesn't go with you, <laughs> <that> <laughs> it didn't do me much. And um, so if I had my time again, is certainly if, if you're, you know, thinking going into is ensure that your network is healthy, go out, make time, have coffees, and provide value, you know, ask them how you can help them before they can help you. Um, Yes,
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, the saying I say is like relationships are like a bank account. You can't take out if you don't put in, right? And uh, and you can't just do it from a cheesy like, oh, well, I had coffee with you. Now I'm going to ask you no. It's like you still have to do it with a genuine heart and willingness to add value first. But, you know, there's many times I don't ask many favors of the people that I have relationships with. But when I do, people know that it's like and just serious, like she re- this really is really important to her because I don't take advantage of that, but it's like, I give, give, give add value to both paying and unpaying clients. And then return has been always amazing. Right. Cause I'm leading again, leading with heart and leading with value.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think once you're coming from that place, we're probably very similar in a business model and um, you, you can't do business wrong. Exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. And
0: it's like, yeah, there's just this vibrance there's people know what you stand for it's you know you either like it or you don't and that's also I think the beauty about being able to stand in for what you do believe in and what those core values are because you're going to repel those who want or be there for the ride and those that don't and it is a beautiful thing really to see how that how that happens and you know eventuates
1: yeah and you track the right people you know and that's the most important thing you probably you you get rid of the ones that you don't need so Mm -hmm, totally And
0: so before we sign off today, I just want to say thank you so much, Eva, for being here. And for the rest of you, I just want to remind you that my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at angelahenderson.com.au. And as I mentioned earlier, if you enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share it, especially on Instagram stories and tagging me at Angela Henderson Consulting. Also, Eva, they can tag you at is it, do you want to give them your at symbol? Uh, it's yarnly.ai yep yep so you can take the both of us because again we love the shit right we love seeing you know <laughs> you people sharing it so you can share a thought a comment or you know take a screenshot do whatever it does make our day i'd also like if you do love the podcast please remember to subscribe to the podcast and if you have two minutes i would equally love for you to leave a review because it not only is going to help you but it equally helps other women and business owners to be able to get the tools and resources they need to grow sustainable and profitable businesses again thanks so much today for being on the show Eva, for the rest of you have a fabulous day no matter where you are in the world and I look forward to you joining me next week for another amazing episode of the business and life conversations podcast have an awesome day everyone thanks for listening to the business and life conversations podcast with Angela Henderson www.angelahenderson.com.au